Hi, my name's James Shaw and this is Quicklink Cycling Podcast. Welcome to Quicklink Podcast. It's Wednesday the 8th of June. This is show 524. Seven races on our radar today, but we'll start with the day's headlines. This year's Benelux Tour has been cancelled due to the calendar being simply jam-packed. The seven-day World Tour race, won last year by Sonny Corbrelli, was due to take place between the 29th of August and the 4th of September. It clashes with the Vuelta Espana, Deutschland Tour and Tour of Britain. Organisers want to run the 18th version of the race, which was formerly known as the Bink Bank or the Eneco Tour, next year in 2023 and are appealing to the UCI to find them a new slot on the calendar. The 2024 Tour de France is reported to be starting in Italy for the first ever time to mark the 100th anniversary of Ottavio Bottegia's win, the first Italian rider to do so. He defended that win the following year too. Florence looks set to host Le Grand Depart and three stages across the regions of Tuscany, Emilia Romana and Piemont before the fourth day takes us over the Alps into France. Another slice of tour history looks likely to be made as Nice will reportedly host the finale instead of Paris, the first time that the French capital hasn't welcomed the riders home at the climax. Paris is hosting the Olympics in the summer of 2024, and the opening ceremony of that would take place just a few days after the potential Champs-Élysées finish, so organisers ASO are having to consider alternative options. Annemiek van Vleuten has stated on her website that she'll give the Dutch National Championships a miss for the first time in 15 years, because the course doesn't suit her comeback from a broken wrist ahead of her main goals this summer, which is a Giro Donner and a Tour de France Femmes double. Van Vleuten, the Tokyo Olympic time trial gold medalist and former world champion, is the only Dutch rider on her Movistar team, so would likely find herself isolated. And Richard Carapaz will skip La Tour, moving his Grand Tour target to La Vuelta. After Ineos dropped a bollock on the penultimate day of the Giro, Carapaz, the Olympic champion, will head next to the Tour of Poland before setting his sights on the Vuelta, where he finished runner-up to Primoz Roglic in 2020 and unfortunately climbed into the team car on stage 14 last year. Happy birthday today to 41-time pro winner and former TT World Champion Lisa Brenauer, who races for Sarah Tizi at WNT, to Movistar's veteran of 20 Grand Tours and the 2016 Spanish road champion Jose Joaquin Rojas, to pedal potential-supported rider and previous quick-link waffler Lance Chards, to Mikey Mottram of our friends at Spectrum Wiggle, and to Mick Bennett, the big boss at Sweet Spot, the organisers of the Tour of Britain Tour Series and the Women's Tour. So that's where we'll start today. Stage 3 of this 8th edition of the Women's Tour, 108km today from Tewkesbury, and ascending gently until Worrell Hill 50k in, undulating terrain then taking the race onto Speech House Hill at the 80k mark, and dropping down to a flat run-in to nearby Gloucester. Stage 1 winner Clara Caponi of Francis de Jure holding onto yellow, 3 seconds over Micah van der Duen of Lecole Wahoo, who's in the red sprints jersey, Lorena Wiebes of DSM, yesterday's stage winner, she's borrowing the pink points jersey from Caponi, and Christine Marjus of SD Works is in green as Queen of the Mountains. Alice Barnes of Canyon Sram is the best Brit on GC. Canadian champion Alison Jackson of Live Racing not taking to the start today in Tewkesbury. So 95 from the original 97 riders still in the race. Anna Trevisi of UAE, the only other abandonment, and that was on stage one on Monday. Rian Marcus of Jumbo Visma went solo around 10k in, left to go a minute up the road, but approaching and ascending Worrell Hill, attacks in the bunch behind her gave us two chases in Christine Marjorie and Gladys Verholst of Lecole Wahoo, who had bridged across to her. Marcus with the three sprint points shortly after the climb, 
and over the next 25k or so to Speech House Hill, Verholst was dropped from that front group, and the bunch were barely 30 seconds behind the two remaining in the break. The peloton split on the second climb of the day at Speech House, with its double-digit middle third, around a dozen and a half riders forming a new front group now, but contact was remade just under 10 to go, and it all came back together for the inevitable bunch sprint from about 7k out. Canyon, Bike Exchange and DSM all looking to set it up for their fastest finishers, and it was British champion Pfeiffer Georgie who pulled a big turn for Lorena Weebies, leading everyone else into a tight left-hander the final corner of the sprint. Weebies was on her wheel at speed, and the pair then opened a winning gap as Shari Persoit of Canyon lost a length in that final corner. Georgie dropping off Weebies perfectly, everyone else already having to start their sprint just to get back on before Weebies simply opens up the tap and comfortably powers home for back-to-back -back stage wins for DSM, which also lifts her into the race lead. Alex Manley of Bike Exchange second over the line, Corinne Lebecki of Jumbo Visma in third, Bosoit fourth, Longo Bogini fifth, and Confalonieri, Duval, Numanova, Gaskin and Borghese. Weebies has a 13 second GC lead over Bert Zola and Manley now, Alina Ciaccini sits fourth on GC at 14. Weebies now owns the pink jersey outright, so Clara Caponia will borrow that tomorrow. The QOM and Sprints jersey stay where they are. Lizzie Holden is now the best Brit on GC. She's at 20 seconds. There's a lumpy day in Wales tomorrow, with 145k from Wrexham down to Welshpool. Two classified climbs at 67 and 94k in, both are under 2k in length, but have segments touching 10% on both. Dauphiné next and time trial day, a flat 32 kilometers through the Loire department, and in true quick link fashion, here's our in-depth TT report. A win for Filippo Ganna of Ineos Grenadiers in a time of 35.32. Second for last month off, Wout van Aert of Jumbo Visma, just 2.3 seconds slower, overtaking his four-minute man Victor Lafay on the way, and coming within 40 metres of catching David Galdu as well. Third for Ethan Hayter of Ineos at 17 seconds to Ganna, halving his deficit in the third segment. Mattia Cataneo, fourth for Quick Step at 39. Primoz Roglic, fifth for Jumbo Visma at 42. Durbridge, 53. Vinigol, 112. Caruso, 125. Gegenhart, 131. And Ayusu, 134, completing today's top 10. Brandon McNulty, biggest loser today. He started the day at 16 seconds till Van Aert on GC. He suffered a chain slip which embedded itself between fork and frame, and he spent an absolute age deciding whether to just dislodge it and fix a mechanical, and then eventually swap bikes, which he should have just done straight away. He came home 2 minutes 21 down. So the jerseys, Van Aert stays in yellow and green, Roland stays in blue, as obviously there's no KOM points today, Hater Tate's white back. Van Aert's GC lead is now 53 seconds to Cataneo, it's 56 to Roglic, Vinigol and Hater are 4th and 5th, they're both at 126. 162 kilometres from Tizé le Bourges and over two climbs in the first 50k, then undulating to a pair of Cat 4 climbs in the final 30k, the second of which is the punchy 1.8k long Mont Brisson. It ramped up over 7% in the middle, then ratchets to double digits for the final 400 metres. Over the top, descending into a little bump, but then a flat 5k home, so it could go either way if anyone makes a move on that climb. Elsewhere today, Christian Scaroni of the Italian national squad was victorious on the fifth and final day of Adriatica Ionica, the last pro stage race in Italy for the rest of the year. Scaroni won from a reduced bunch sprint to bookend the race with stage wins, and he leaves with a points jersey too. Filippo Zana came home safely alongside his GC rivals, and he wins the overall for Bardiani. His second 2.1 stage race overall victory after last year's Sazga Tour in the Czech Republic. Next up for him will be the Tour of Slovenia, starting a week today. 
Mounir Makchon of Morocco won today's fifth stage at the Tour of Cameroon. He started the day 7.45 down to the race leader Vincent Gracic of France Defence, so there was no threat. Gracic lost time to Andre Jordan, who started the day 21 seconds off top spot, and the Bulgarian takes the GC lead. Now, the ZLM Pro Series Tour was meant to begin today, or it will do later. It's an evening start for Stage 1, so it's missed our recording cut-off time today, either by the magic of editing, and I'll do it tomorrow morning, or by covering the first two stages in tomorrow's episode, you'll hear about it eventually. On a similar note, set to conclude after I've recorded this is Stage 6 of the Vuelta Colombia, but they are 7 hours behind European time, so there's no chance there. And the new under-23 race, Copper Zappi, where nothing's been communicated all day, so they can wait until tomorrow as well. It's sunny outside, and I really fancy a pint. Tomorrow, the point two ranked three-day Oberösterreich Rundfahrt gets underway in Austria. Best of luck to friend of the show, Callum McLeod, racing over there for Airblock CT. Archie Ryan is there, and the Jumbo Visma development team. Masowski Sers Polski will probably form the strongest challenge to defending champion Alexis Guerin of Team Vorlberg. Nations Cup action resumes tomorrow with the five-stage four-day Saarland Trofeo in Germany. That has a TTRR double day on Saturday. None of last year's podium present this year, despite not ageing out of contention. Last year's Norwegian winner Trim Brensetter will be off to the CBO Tour with EF Nippo's development team next month instead. Runner-up Moritz Karsten raced Rondi van Limburg on Monday for DSM. And third place last year, Maxence Plus, has been racing at Classic des Alpes with Archie Desert. Best of luck to the British team. That's Josh Tarling, Matty Brennan, Ben Wiggins, Harry Codd, Callamore and Jed Smithson, all being looked after by the excellent DS Stuart Plunt. We'll be back tomorrow evening with the day's news and the catch-up of the things we missed today. See you then. Thanks for your time. You've been listening to QuickLink Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. You can find us across social media at QuickLinkPod or you can contact us by emailing show at quicklinksports.com. Share the show and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now.